It was, it was, it was almost like a relief because it's like you put something out there that's like, so you, and that you put like your heart and soul into, and you don't know, like, it's such a scary feeling sometimes like right beforehand, but then it was such a relief when I was like, oh, okay. Like this isn't as bad as I thought, or this wasn't, you know, people are very, you know, people were accepting, people liked it. People were, I had so much positive feedback that it, it just felt like, okay, I guess this is what, this was the right thing to do. This, you know, I, I went with my gut and did not, you know, did not let that anxiety take over. Hello, sparkling entrepreneur. Welcome to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover. As a success coach and intuitive artist, I help female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. I'm also an Amazon number one new release author, and my expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. I'm very fortunate to have been featured in Positively Positive, Thrive Global, and Thought Catalog, among other amazing publications. I hope you'll find this show helpful to your entrepreneur journey, and if so, please feel free to like the show, subscribe, and leave a review. Enough about me and the show. Let's get started. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey listeners, I am super pumped to introduce you to today's guest, Maria Sarnatora. So Maria and I have worked together in a couple of different ways over the last few years, and I absolutely love her. I think she has a beautiful, beautiful gift to share with the world. Um, we're going to be specifically talking today about her book, No Thanks, I'm Good, Saying No to Anxiety and Reclaiming Your Power. So Maria wrote this, uh, well, she wrote this book a couple years ago. She put it out into the world um, actually this day last year, and it has gone on to sell over 500 copies, and she actually landed a very cool speaking opportunity because of it. So we're going to be diving in. We're going to talk to Maria about the writing process, how she actually wrote this book with a little one at home. Uh, the tipping point that made her sit down and actually write the book. And then she's also going to share some advice for those of you who are also aspiring authors and um, what you can expect if you choose to work with the Sp- Sparkling Hippie Publishing Company, um, but also just great advice no matter who you decide to publish through. Maria's journey, I find it very inspiring, very encouraging, uplifting, and honest. So I hope you'll enjoy hearing from Maria today. And without further ado, I give you today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have here with us today, Miss Maria Sarnatora, a published author, a certified life coach, and a wife and a mother and a whole bunch of other things. So thank you so much for being here with us, Maria. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah. So why don't you start? Let's just jump in. Tell us a little bit about um, who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, so I, as you mentioned, I am, <laughs> first of all, a mom and a wife. And um, I wrote my first book last year with thanks to your help. And um, I'm also in the corporate world doing uh, as a corporate trainer, and I am a certified life and wellness coach. Um, so I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of what I do. And um, I don't know, what else would you? <laughs> well, I think that we should say um, we did not plan this. But right before we started recording, we realized, or Maria realized that a year ago today is when her first published book went live. And I would say low-key blew up the internet <laughs> with your family and friends. So um, tell us a little bit about that experience, because that was yeah. kind of a shock, wasn't it? Yeah, so I was not expecting much at all. I was actually very, very nervous. And I think I had shared that with you. And it's funny because my book is, is about anxiety and I had a lot of anxiety about releasing it into the world. Um, it was very, I felt like when I wrote it, it kind of just, I wrote it, it just kind of came out naturally. But then when it was time to kind of set it free, there was so much anxiety and I was so nervous about how, you know, it was going to be accepted and, and, you know, and all of that. And so then, um, I had talked about it on, uh, Facebook, just, it was my first time just saying, okay, this is what I've been doing. This is, you know, here it is. And, um, you know, I was just expecting a few likes and like, oh, congratulations. But it was like, people were already in within, like the hour people were like, Oh, I bought it already. I bought it. I'm not, you know, and then it just kind of like ever, I had so much support. It was like unbelievable. Um, so yeah, everyone went and bought it and it was a big hit. And there were so many people reaching out to me about it for, you know, even the next few weeks after that, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. Definitely a cool day for sure. How would you describe that feeling of, of, of just people being overwhelmingly supportive for this book that you hadn't even mentioned before? You know, I was, uh, it was, it was, it was almost like a relief because it's like you put something out there that's like, so you, and that you put like your heart and soul into, and you don't know, like, it's such a scary feeling sometimes like right beforehand, but then it was such a relief when I was like, Oh, okay. Like, this isn't as bad as I thought, or this wasn't, you know, yeah. people are very, you know, people were accepting, people liked it. People were, I had so much positive feedback that it, it just felt like, okay, I guess this is what, this was the right thing to do. This, you know, I, I went with my gut and did not, you know, did not let that anxiety take over and which is what the book is all about. <laughs> so it's just really funny. And, um, and it, it all worked out well. So <laughs> did really you, did you use any of the anxiety reducing techniques from the book during the book launch? Um, I, I did. Um, I did, I definitely did, but it was, it was like, I had to be reminded of it all over. It was almost like I had to go back and read what I had written and remind myself um, yeah, so I actually did. I used a lot of it over and over and I would talk myself through it. 
Um, and until, and then I just kind of was like, okay, it's not in my hands anymore. I just, yeah, that's big. I feel like a lot of it's, well, probably everyone who publishes a book, there's always that pre putting it out into the world anxiety because it's a part of you. It's like having a child, like a creative child. And you don't know if it's going to be rejected or if it's going to be embraced or if people are going to stone you. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And I, and my background is in mental health counseling. And I think that's what made me the most nervous because even because I wasn't necessarily, I, what I was using was not a lot of the, like, I wasn't using so much of like all the clinical jargon, but I was using a lot of like my own experiences. So I think, and like what I've learned personally from, you know, coaching and therapy and, and, and just from learning, just from experience. So I think I was so nervous about even putting it out there with, you know, individual like my peers who are also in you know were in, in the mental health field um because you know I kind of it was just so personal and not um mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. I was very nervous about that but it ended up being very welcomed and so many people have reached out to me and they're even like referring you know they're even sharing it with other people who they think it would be helpful for so yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, so what inspired you one to write the book, but also why write it in this vulnerable, relatable way versus, you know, a very clinical research-based way? Yeah. I mean, um, there's research in the book to be clear, but yes. Well, so I've always wanted to write. I've always, it, it's interesting because I've always wanted to, I've always been in my heart, a writer. That's how I've always felt. Even even from when I was a kid, I used to write stories and books all the time. Um, so when I was thinking about this one, this kind of just came to me like a download on like what it just kind of clicked one day. Um, and that's what I, and I was like, why don't I write about this? It just, you know, very naturally came out. And then the reason why I kept it very vulnerable and very relatable is because I wanted everybody to be able to relate to it. And everybody, I didn't want there to be I, I think sometimes, you know, I, I know, so I read a lot of self-help books and mm-hmm. um, sometimes like the clinical jargon and, the, and all of the uh, research is great. And then other times you can kind of get lost in it and then you don't mm-hmm. actually like relate it back to yourself and your own experiences. And so I, 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 I didn't want that to be a barrier for some people who might say, oh, I, you know, this is too much for me. I'm not interested. Or I just wanted it to speak to every single person who read it, that they can understand it and, and, and be able to be like, oh yeah, that's happened to me. Or I, I get why she felt that way or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm also somebody who's just very, I value being real and being honest. And that's really important to me. Um, it's just something. So I wanted that also to come out as being completely honest and out there. And, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it definitely shows in your writing in the book, it feels like, um, at least in my experience, it feels like girlfriend to girlfriend, you know, here's what I've been through. Here's what I suggest. Um, it's, it is, it very is relatable, vulnerable, and also applicable. Like it's very, Oh, I could do that. You know? Right. So I, I think right. you did a good job. And speaking okay. of um, of being real and honest, I know this, but I think it's worth mentioning to our listeners that 
you actually wrote the entirety of this book while you had a young, like very young child at home. Your son was one years old, maybe two when the book launched. Is that right? Yep. That's right. Yeah. What was that experience like? How did you balance that? Um, you know, I did what worked for me. So I just kind of fit it into the pockets of time. Like, obviously, you know, I, um, I went through, you know, sparkling hippie publishing and you had, um, created this wonderful book map that I was able to then kind of take different, it, it ended up being like, not so overwhelming to just write because I knew exactly what I was going to focus on during each time when I sat down to write. But, um, when it comes to balancing out, you know, writing with having a baby and everything else going on, uh, in my life, I was able to just kind of fit it into the pockets of the time that I had and they weren't. And and that was actually a good learning experience for me, for me, because, um, as I am naturally a perfectionist and typically it's like, okay, it has to be like the perfect setup and the perfect scenario. And it wasn't, you know, I was writing at eight o'clock at night after my son went to sleep as for as long as I could until my you know eyelids started shutting. Um, or, you know, I would, put, you know, go sit on my bed in my room and just write a little bit if I had some time in the afternoon. Um, but it wasn't perfect. And I think that was a, a big learning experience is that you can still do the things that you want to do. And it doesn't have to be, you know, because to me, when I kind of envision writing a book, I like envision um, like having a nice setup on my desk and being all, you know, having everything. I kind of think of like uh, Sex in the City, like Carrie Bradshaw, she's sitting there on her desk and she's typing away and she's say, saying it in her head, you know, as she's writing it. But um you know, in her nice outfits, me, my hair is like all the way up, you know, I was looking all disheveled, but I got it done. And I did it in the times that I could and I settled for that. And not that it was a, you know, I I made it work for me, um, because I did not want because I could have, I easily could say I'm too busy, or I'm too tired. Um, But I kind of fit it in. And you know, if I didn't finish as much as I wanted one night, I would just continue on the next until it was done. So Hey guys, I hope you are enjoying hearing about Maria's journey to becoming a published author. I know she is so inspiring to so many people and I hope that includes you. I do want to pause this episode just briefly and, you know, maybe you are feeling called to share your message with the world. Maybe you're ready to write your book and publish it and put yourself out there in a bigger way. And if that is you, then I would like to invite you to check out the Sparkling Hippie Publishing Company. We are a premier self-publishing boutique. We only work with non-fiction authors. So that is um, anything that you has a self-help vibe or a professional development, um, anything that's going to better the world. That's our heart. Um, And I have a a full team to assist you in everything from coming up with the idea for your book, which is what you'll hear Maria talk about a bit more in the, later in the episode, um, to getting a book map, doing the writing. I actually coach people through the writing process. And we also have a professional editor and a professional graphic designer on staff. Um, so we actually help you 
complete everything from idea to actually published and marketed selling your book on Amazon. So if that's something that sounds fun and exciting to you, I would love for you to check us out. You can go to www.tshpublishing.com and learn all about our company and what we stand for and see if we're a good fit for you. And of course, if it feels right, you can always use the link in the show notes to book a completely free consultation with me to see if we are a good fit. So, all right, let's get back to Maria's interview. I think that is so inspiring because for whatever reason, we all, I feel like we all have that romanticized writer in our heads. <laughs> I always think of you, you mentioned Carrie Bradshaw, which I totally loved. Um, I always think of like, okay, I need a cabin in the woods and like two weeks uninterrupted time and like no one there, <laughs> but like it realistically, most writers don't work like that. It's, it's what you did. It's pockets of time. Um, and honestly, there's, there's a lot of authors who write with small mothers who write with small children. And so I think it's just so aspirational that you, you did the dang thing, you know, like you, you could have let that be an excuse. You could, oh, I'll wait till they're, you know, five years old or till he's five years old. And, um, now you just made it work. So that leads me to a really good, um, question that probably a lot of our listeners are thinking, you know, I think a lot of us have you know, dreams of being a writer, dreams of being an author, publishing a book. Um, but there is, there's so much um, resistance and excuses and uh, I'm not good enough. All these different things we're hearing, we're telling ourselves really. So what, what actually was the tipping point for you? What actually made you decide to actually go do this? It's not going to be a dream anymore. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write it. I'm going to publish it. I think when I knew what I wanted to write, like I knew, I always knew I wanted to write a book. And then when I knew what I wanted to write about, when it felt, I felt very strongly about it. I felt very strongly about the point behind the book. Um, and I think it was like a message I wanted to get out to the world that people have more control over their um, you know, their high functioning anxiety and, and low confidence and, and perfectionism, we have more control over that than we think. And I think when that finally clicked for me and I was that like the message itself clicked for me and it was like, I, I don't think everybody else, I, you know, if I was struggling with this, I'm sure other people are too. And I want this message to get out into the world. And so when I felt like, okay, this is, this is what I, I'm supposed to write about. It just, came so easily to me to just get it out on paper. Um, so it was just a matter of sitting down. Like I said, sometimes when you think about writing a book and you, you just, you're not quite sure where to start, but with the book map that you had set out for me, it made it so clear, like, okay, I don't have to focus on everything right now. I just need to focus on this one little area. And once I put my head in that zone and focused on that and just, it all just kind of came pouring out. And then I was able to kind of be on a roll after that. Mm, wow. That's, that's really interesting. I love that. Uh, so I was just thinking, um, people may not know what a book map is. <laughs> 
So uh, actually, would you like to explain in your own words what a book map is? Sure. So um, Haley does this really great thing where she'll sit down with you and she'll say like, okay, what are you thinking? Or what are your ideas? And you just go and you share all your ideas. And then she maps it out into this. She makes sense of it all. And it's mapped out into the different like chapters, different areas of the book and like just what, so it's all kind of, and, and then even guides you on like where to start and what to do if you get stuck. And so it's, it's very much like once you're done, she kind of sends you this book map and you're able to see it and, and see, okay, this isn't actually not as complicated as I thought it was going to be. It's not so overwhelming. It's basically your idea mapped out with, you know, chapters and what you want to focus on and, you know, all of it. Um, and so you, you have like a guide to take you through the whole writing process. And I'm sure that you could add more to that, but. Oh, I think that um, was very well said. That was probably oh, more clear than what I would have said. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the book maps are really fun. I love um, taking the ideas and pulling them down and, and giving you that structure. I would say structure, but it's, it's still up to you. You know, if you want to write on chapter five today and chapter 10 tomorrow, you know, you still, did you, um, hop around much like out of order when you're writing or did you kind of go from chapter one all the way through? Just I curious. think what I did was I went, I think I, I went through, but then like once it was done, I was like, Oh, I kind of like this here. And I would like maybe take that one chapter and pull it to the, like, you know, and I might've like flip-flopped a little bit. Um, or like, I know once I did editing, I would go back and add a little bit here, change that a little bit. Um, so I, I'm, I'm one of those people that I like, I like order. So I'm, I think I initially started out that way, but then, you know, afterwards, once I kind of looked at it and like stepped back and looked at everything, I, I definitely, you know, swapped a few things. And, yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, and, and what was the editing process like for you? A lot of people get really nervous thinking about editing. Was that nerve wracking for you? I was nervous because it was the first time somebody else was reading what I wrote. And so that was like, I, at first I was nervous about that. And then, but once I got, you know, the initial, um, you know, once, once I got the initial edits back the suggestions and things like that, I, I understood a lot of what, you know, um, what she had suggested and, and it all kind of made sense. And then there were pieces where I was like, yes. And wait, this is kind of still what I was going for, but it was really, I thought it was really great. And I, I, I felt like once I was done with the editing, I could see like the difference once it was like went through the editing process I was like, Ooh, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Like it just started to feel more, I don't want to say professional, but it kind of did, you know, it felt yeah. like the real thing after that. But it was a cool experience and I definitely, I definitely, um, I, I don't know what I was exact, exactly expecting. I think I was, you know, very nervous in the beginning, but I thought the the whole process was pretty cool. That's neat. I always feel like I get a lot of questions on, you know, I don't know if I can do the editing and, you know, can I just publish it without editing? But I, I like that you pointed out how it felt a lot more clear and would you say more confident after that too? I, I was definitely more confident after the editing. Yeah. yeah. And it helps you really look back and like, 
you know, looks back at your own work and, and then you're, you know, even like when I read it, like when I was going through the editing and I would reread it and I'm like, oh yeah, like I see what she said, you know, like, oh yeah, this is, I should change that. Or like, this is not how I wanted it, to, you know? And then you kind of read it again. You kind of step back, read it from a different point of view. And then you're like, okay, I could see how, you know, I want this to flow better or whatnot. So yeah, I definitely recommend the editing portion of it because it, it gives you that first of all you step away from it from a little while because you're not like you know at first when you're writing you're like knee deep in it and then you stop writing and then you kind of like okay here you go and then you can kind of take a break step back get your eyes like out of the paper and then when you get it back you can you have like you just read it from like a different point it's just different it's like your eyes are refreshed you know Mm -hmm. and then you're able to like okay I I see you know and then you just see it better it just it's just a really I think a central part of the process. Yeah. I say like that that takes guts too, you know, being able to critically or even take critic not even I don't know if criticism is the right word, but um suggestions on your own work and yeah. you know, apply it, like a change what you wrote because I think sometimes we get really precious with like, oh, I wrote it, I can't change it, but when you realize it's to make you better, um it takes yeah. that, right? Like that that courage to like, okay, I'm going to put my ego aside and I'm going to actually change this to make it even better. I think that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I'm always saying like, I'm pretty good with like constructive criticism. Like I'm, I'm very hard on myself to begin with. So I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> give me what you got. But at the same time, I also felt like once I read it a few times, there were times where I was like, well, I really wanted this feel to that word. So mm-hmm. I mean, to that, that portion of it. So I'm like, I, I'm going to change this part, but maybe I'm going to keep this word because this makes, like, for me, it was like being real and honest. And I really wanted that to kind of flow through and in what I was saying. So um, you, it's not like you lose who you are in it because you could still keep those pieces and you, you keep, you keep you in it. It's just, okay, we're just finessing this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that you keep you in it, but you're finessing it. That's a good quote. Y'all can tweet that. (laughs) So, okay. So one year ago today, the book went live. What's been happening since then? Um, so I've, I, I actually was checking the other day and I, I sold a a little over 500 copies between. You're kidding. Between the, the, the paperback and Kindle. So. That is, okay, so fun fact for everyone, the average number of books that a self-published author sells is 250. So you are double that. That's insane. Well, that's, I'm proud of you. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, there was like the whole piece, you know, everybody, I took everybody's advice on what to do on the, on Amazon and things like that. So it was, um, you know, I, I didn't do it alone. <laughs> wow. I am very, very excited for you. That's amazing. So has that, um, publishing this book, has it led to any other exciting opportunities? Yeah. So I was, uh, after the book was, uh, went live and, and, uh, I was asked to be a guest speaker at a, an event, um, of a women's club, uh, in New Jersey where I live. And that was a really cool opportunity. I was able to go and do a presentation um, on, you know, uh, anxiety and my book. 
and I had copies there for all who attended. And it was a really big turnout. It was great. It was a cool experience. I was, again, I was nervous, but um, the cool part about that is I was able to, you know, share with the group. Okay, here I'm, here I am talking about anxiety and I have anxiety right now. (laughs) And everyone, you know, and, but people like when people are honest and real and relatable and it was, and it worked out great. And, you know, I shared, uh, I did my little presentation, talked with everybody, shared some personal stories and, I got really great, a a really great um, feedback from that as well. A lot of people came up to me afterwards. They wanted me to sign their book. I'm like, you want me to sign your book? Okay. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they were sharing how they either related or they know somebody who they want to give the book to, or, you know, just asking me questions and, you know, about what they can share with other people. So it was a really, really positive experience. And it got me really excited because uh, I I could see, you know, and hear back from people right away, the impact that it had. And that was, that was awesome because that was really what I wanted from the book to begin with is the only thing I wanted, if anything, if it helped one person, it was worth it. And I actually got to, you know, see that. So yeah, cool. It was really cool experience. So would you be open to doing more speaking on that topic sometime? Yeah, absolutely. I would absolutely be open to that because I think um, I think it's something that everybody can relate to, and I uh, I enjoy speaking about it, and I enjoy you know sharing the message out with other people and helping where I can. So I absolutely would be open to that. All right, y'all heard her. If you need a speaker on anxiety, you know who to contact. <laughs> and I probably would have been done more this past year, but as you know, I ended up having another baby, so <laughs> that ends up taking out taking up much of the, much of the year after that. Yeah. So, um, you actually had your, your second son not long after this was published, right? A few months later. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a couple months, maybe four, three, four months later. It's even, yeah. It was almost a double birth. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) It it was, it was. (laughs) So, so what's next for you? What's, uh, so your, your youngest son now is, is close to being a year old. So, Mm -hmm. um, Maria was sharing that she's mostly sleeping again. (laughs) Sleep is coming back gradually. Yeah. (laughs) What, what do you, how about this after you get your sleep restored and, and, um, the calm kind of back in your life. I don't know if you're ever calm after having two boys. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not my kids, at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe the new calm. Can we say that? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's on the What's on your your bucket list? Your goals? What are yeah. you looking forward so to? So I definitely am. I am in the process of getting myself ready for book number two. Um, you know, we as we talked about it, I have. You know, I want to, I want to write about motherhood and, and not only my experiences, but what kind of to expect and, and kind of give moms a, a, a real version of, you read all these books when you're a mom and when you don't, re- I didn't read all of the books, but you, there are so many books out there that's like, oh, this is what you should do and blah, blah, blah. And there's um, not as many that are just kind of honest and open with you and, and also kind of normalize the chaos of it all. So, um, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to, that's definitely my, one of my next books. Um, as I was sharing before, I kind of feel like I need to take a step back from my 
I, I have to let things kind of settle and get back into, um, it, right now it feels writing about motherhood while I'm kind of in the thick of the baby, the, you know, the first year, it seemed a little tiring for me, but, um, it's definitely on my list of things to write about next, but definitely looking to get number two out there. Yeah. I love that. And I would say too, just, um, you know, I've known you for a few years and I think that your just raw, vulnerable honesty, I think that's your gift to the world, you know, whether it's speaking or writing or coaching, but just that, let me shoot it to you straight mentality. Like that's just you. (laughs) And I, I think we need a book on motherhood that has that, that piece of you in it. (laughs) I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, well, second to last question. Um, what advice would you give to any of our listeners who are, um, aspiring authors? Um, I wouldn't say if you, if it's something that you want to do, just don't think too much into it. Just do it. Don't, don't let yourself stop yourself. I should say, because there are so many, if you think about all the reasons why you can get in your own head, you might think, Oh, I'm not good enough. Is my book going to sell? Do I know what I'm talking about? All of that. It's all went through my head. And if you push past that and just keep going in the process um, and believe in yourself and just keep going, you're, you're going to surprise yourself with the outcome. Um, so yeah, my advice would be, if it's something you want to do, do it, do it. I and don't that. think twice. Love that. And I was just thinking as you were talking, oh, let's ask an anxiety expert on how to, um, minimize your anxiety about writing a book. So <laughs> that was perfect. So that was, uh, you guys, you guys write down, write that down, what you just said. That was very good advice. (laughs) And uh, lastly, where can our listeners find your book and follow you and all that good stuff? Mm -hmm. So uh, you, the book's name is No Thanks, I'm Good, and you can find it on Amazon.com. You can also, you know, follow me and what I'm doing on Facebook and Instagram, La Bella Vida Wellness Coaching. Um, Also, um, I have a website as well, but probably the best would be to uh, on social media. And um, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you guys definitely, um, I 100% recommend checking out her book if you have anxiety or know anyone with anxiety, which is all of us. Um, It's a very easy read, but it's also very, it's like, she goes deep quick. She gives you, you know, here's what to expect. Here's what you need to know. Um, but also it's light and and relatable. So I highly recommend it. So thank you so much, Maria, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show and, um, maybe, you know, we won't rush you because, you know, motherhood, but maybe we'll have you back when you have a second book to share with us. That'd be pretty fun. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.
guys, thanks again for listening to today's show. I just want to remind you and gently hmm, call you up, invite you, if you are ready to put your message, your heart's message, your soul's purpose out into the world in the form of a book. That is what my team and I are here to help you do. So definitely don't be shy. Have a look around. No pressure. You can go to www.tshpublishing.com and um, kind of get the the vibe of us there and then definitely sign up for a free consultation call using the link below and let me know that you heard about us through this podcast episode and I will gladly gladly treat you for that so thank you so much for listening and um, also definitely go check out Maria's book if you suffer from anxiety or know anyone who does it's an easy read very helpful and just very well written book so that is no thanks I'm good available on Amazon um, as Kindle or paper book paperback all right guys I'm gonna go work on my speech my talking <laughs> let's be honest I'm gonna go have a cup of tea before my next client I will talk to you guys soon have a good one